It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, everybody, we welcome you to the latest edition of the Walked On Washington football team podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. Good to have you with us as we close out the week. Weekend is here. Make sure you guys get in on the action, baby. That's right. You know our friends at betonline.ag are waiting for you. And away we go. We will hear from Terry McLaurin on this particular episode of the Locked On Washington football team podcast as well. We will hear from Kendall Fuller all after the Washington season came to an end. Uh, As well, we will um, give you the very latest on what is going on in the world of the Washington football team. All right, so Friday brought us very little official news, but... What we have on top of all of the people that they are trying to talk to and are talking with um, is this. J.P. Finley of NBC Sports Washington wrote a column, uh, and I'm just going to read from it directly on Friday morning. And he put the title of it as Big Changes at GM Doesn't Mean Big Problems for Washington Football. So he said... That because Ron Rivera is in the process of interviewing prospects to be the team's general manager or new general manager, he said, and regardless who gets the job, it very likely means current VP of player personnel Kyle Smith is out. So that's what J.P. Finley said. Now, listen, we have tried over and over and over and over again to hint that and say and mention and speculate and without going too harsh that. The situation for Kyle Smith is not very bright here. Uh, I don't, here's the deal. I don't, it's not only a situation that Kyle Smith may not be Ron Rivera's cup of tea. I don't know if Kyle Smith is happy here. And as a matter of fact, I don't think he is. And when you've been in this building for 11 years, and you've seen just about everything that you could possibly imagine over the last decade plus being behind the walls, being behind the scenes, that takes a ton out of you. I think Kyle Smith is a very, very, very good evaluator. I think he's done a great job with the college draft. I think he's done a great job with free agency in year one, helping Ron Rivera. We don't know exactly who was responsible for who. I mean, we all believe that Dan Snyder was largely responsible for Dwayne Haskins. I don't know ultimately who was more responsible for Darius Geis. Was it Jay Gruden? Was it Kyle Smith? Was it just that they couldn't ignore at 53 or whatever it was, uh, 54 or whatever it was in the late second round, taking Darius Geis? That obviously turned out to be a huge mistake. Um, Samaj P. Ryan. I mean, we just don't know these things, right? 
I would say this. Everybody deserves some credit. Everyone deserves some blame. Uh, do I believe Kyle Smith is a really smart, smart personnel evaluator? Yeah, absolutely. Do I think that when he walks out the door, whether he's fired or whether he chooses to walk out the door, that they are going to miss Kyle Smith? Absolutely. Do I think it's the end of the world? No. Would I like to see Kyle Smith succeed in the NFL? Absolutely. Do I think Ron Rivera is making a mistake in not making Kyle Smith the general manager? No, I don't. And again, I would be less than honest if I told you that I felt Kyle Smith was absolutely ready to handle the full-time general manager spot. Because what I've known and what I've heard and what Ron Rivera admitted, finally, not finally because he was never really asked about it, was but, but when he was asked about it, he didn't want to talk about the GM spot was how much administrative BS, for lack of a better term, there is, and how hard and how difficult of a job it is. And the exact quote from Ron Rivera, which is important, right, is, quote, there's more to this position than meets the eye. There's so much operational stuff that's involved as well. There's a lot to it. This is not just picking players and making decisions on contracts or hiring coaches or what have you. It's a big task. You know why Ron Rivera knows that? Because he went through it this year by himself, largely. I mean, Rob Rogers, their cap and finance guy, tried to help. Uh, Marty Herney helped on the phone. Uh, Brandon Bean helped on the phone get Ron through it, all the administrative stuff. But a GM has a lot to do. It's more than just grinding tape. And quite honestly, I don't, Kyle Smith, I mean, even though his dad was a longtime general manager in the NFL, the NFL is now different. It's not totally different, but it is different, especially in a COVID year and COVID moving forward. This organization is very very, very different. Even now, very different. And I think Kyle Smith, um, you know, I think Kyle Smith wanted to evaluate Ron Rivera just like Ron Rivera wanted to evaluate Kyle Smith. And it's okay if they don't go forward. I mean, it'll be a loss, but it's okay if they don't see eye to eye on things. And if they don't want to work together, it's okay. It happens. I don't think there's any bad blood or anything like that. But I fully expect and have expected and have mentioned this many, 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 many times throughout the year that I think Kyle Smith is not going to be here long term. Now, I didn't know exactly when or if he exactly will. But, you know, I don't think Ron Rivera's I, I don't think Ron Rivera and Kyle Smith are in the same like world. And I think Kyle Smith wants out of this organization. I mean, I believe that. I don't know that, but I believe that. Why would you want to stay here? I, I mean, you would want to stay because you know it's the the place he's known. And you know, you want to 
kind of see something through. But if you have another opportunity, what if you go to the Los Angeles Rams under Sean McVay in Los Angeles, right? Um, Brand new stadium. Great talent on the roster on both sides. And you work with Sean McVay as an assistant general manager, right? You have Kevin Demoff, who is like the COO. Uh, You have a filthy rich owner. And you have Les Snead, who's the general manager. And Sean McVay, who you, again, know you can work with. They just lost their their director of college scouting. You know, if Kyle gets fired, you know, then maybe he just takes that role. If Kyle chooses to leave, maybe he becomes the assistant general manager and takes Tim Gribble, who's their director of college scouting, who was promoted to that position when Kyle Smith was promoted to vice president of player personnel. Maybe that's what happens. I don't know, right? I mean, I know this. Kyle Smith is held in very, 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 very high regard in a lot of circles in the NFL. But just because that doesn't mean that it was going to work with Ron Rivera. You know, they didn't know each other, really. I mean, Ron worked with AJ, his dad, in San Diego. And Kyle Smith obviously came highly recommended. But that doesn't mean you're always going to get along. Apologize for my dog. So the bottom line is this. I would expect, and J.P. Finley is expecting that Kyle Smith will not be a member of this organization. Again, it, I mean, it, it's just not likely going to work out long-term. Now, whether that happens now, next week, when I expect something to happen over the next 10 days, or after the draft, I mean, I think one way or the other, Kyle Smith is not going to be here long-term. Maybe not a big deal to you guys, but a lot of people have been stumping for him for GM. Please, as we continuously say, general manager is not a position that is just about watching tape. That is not the case. That is not accurate. It never has been, and it certainly isn't in this organization. So just remember that. All right, so I wanted to get that out there. There's no other real news, per se, other than Ryan Kerrigan telling 106.7 The Fam on Friday, that the team has not had uh, any contract talks. I I don't know why this would be a surprise. He made it very clear he wants to start. Uh, There was all the trade rumors and, you know, the the leak about him wanting out. He kind of quasi-denied it, didn't want to talk about it. Uh, Someone squashed it on his side. Trust me, you know, he was not happy with his role. That's all there is to it. He feels he's a starter, and he feels he can get eight, nine, 10, 12 sacks a year. Okay, that starter job is not here. The only way I see Ryan Kerrigan coming back to the Washington football team next year is if something happens to Montez Sweat or Chase Young early enough in the offseason before Kerrigan signs with another team. That's it. That's the only chance I see. I don't see it on a one-year short-term deal to be a rotate. I mean, there is no starting spot. If he wants to be a starter, and he made that very clear, and I don't think Ryan's BSing about that, lying about that, he wants to start. He wants to play more than 367 snaps or whatever it was this year. He wants to be a full-time player. I can't blame him for that. I I hope he doesn't, for his sake, go to a bad team just to get that. And maybe he'll have to choose one day between that. I don't know. 
But I don't see it happening unless there's an injury to Chase Young or Montez Sweat. But that is news. So there you have that. Coming back, we will have Kendall Fuller after the season wrapped up. And then Terry McLaurin right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Good to have you with us. All right, guys, we are brought to you by Built Bar. 18 delicious flavors, six new flavors, as you know, 12 original flavors. Why don't you get a big box? They sent Built Bar uh, not only some great Built Boost products, but also a big old mixed box of Built Bars. Oh, can't wait to tear into those. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. And they're great for any diet, right? They're low in calories, low in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber. Great for any kind of diet, as we mentioned. And go to BuiltBar.com right now, guys, and use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use the promo code Locked On for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, 2020 is mercifully over. 2021 is more than underway. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to the Locked On Bets podcast with your boy Q and Lee Sterling at Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to the Locked On Bets podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Uh, let's do... This let's hear from Kendall Fuller, Washington defensive back, back for now a full year, played pretty well, had some struggles down the stretch a little bit, uh, but definitely part of the cornerstone piece uh, of the secondary, no doubt about, especially with Ronald Darby as a free agent. Um, Kendall, I'll, I'll start off here. I mean, I, you know, at, at Ron just said, like at times you guys had some moments on defense and then you had your struggles. Do you just chalk up some of the struggles to it's Tom Brady or, or do you think you guys could have done a lot of things better? Uh, they we got, definitely got to give them credit. They definitely made some plays. And, uh, you know, we definitely had some series where we just got to lock in, just do the little things correct. And, uh, you know, when you start to get into playoff football, you know, one play can make the difference and you got to lock in every snap. And uh, like I said, we give them credit. They made they made more plays to win it than we did. Kendall, you won a Super Bowl in Kansas City last season. I mean, just going to the playoffs now with this team, just how similar to, to the atmosphere, the culture that you guys are building here, kind of feel to that. And what encourage, like, what signs do you take that you can even build off this going forward? Uh, I mean, in KC, the the years I was there, it was a culture that was kind of already set, already there. And uh, you know, I think we did a good job here just building that culture and uh, you know we just got to learn from this um, you know build on it I remember my first year in KC we lost in the FC championship and we used that to, to give us motivation to learn from it to help us win the Super Bowl and that's the same process same progress that we got to do here. Kendall you've you've played against Tom on playoff games before what did you see from him tonight? I mean he just made he made the, the throws that he needed to make you know he did the little things right gave his guys opportunities and, uh, you know, I, like I said, in playoff football, all it is is one play that can win and, win and lose the game. And uh, they just did a good job, came out, executed, and made more plays than we did. 
Hey, Kendall, what did you think watching Taylor Heineke run that offense? Uh, just his grit. Um, you know, his, his willing to fight, his willing to compete. And, uh, you know, he at the end of the day, he gave us a chance to win it. And, uh, you know, that's all we can ask for him. It definitely motivated the whole team. Okay, sorry, Kendall, now that your first season back here is, is complete, um, I guess how would you uh, kind of compare how, how things felt when you first got to Kansas City, meaning, you know, I assume you thought that program was on the rise. Do you feel this team now is, is officially on the rise and, and, and ready to create some heck? I mean, yeah, you just look at, look at our coach, look at the way we fought all year, um, the way we competed all year. You know, we're definitely – heading in the right direction, heading in the right trend. And, uh, you know, we just going to come in in the offseason, work hard, keep on following Coach Rivera, keep on buying into the system um, and, and, and in the culture and just keep on going out there and competing and try to, trying to win ball. All right, thanks to WashingtonFootball.com. That's Kendall Fuller uh, after Saturday's playoff loss. Coming up next, we'll hear from Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin. Of course, another part of the cornerstones uh, in terms of the franchise and the rebuild and the reload that Ron Rivera has at his disposal. Now, we will hear from Terry McClark next. All right, it is Chris Russell. And again, when you're listening to this, might be Saturday, might be Friday night, might be Sunday. Get in on the action, guys, whenever it is. Four NFL playoff games this weekend. And a bunch of NBA games, some NHL games, stuff to get in on because you've got to get in off the bench. BetOnline.ag. That's where I go. I am going with the Green Bay Packers on Saturday. Minus the six and a half over the LA Rams. Love it. I think I'm leaning towards the Buffalo Bills. Minus the two and a half over the Baltimore Ravens. I can get in on the action on betonline.ag, and so can you. But the reason why I can is because I signed up for a free account at betonline.ag, made my first deposit, and used the promo code locked on, and I got a 50% welcome bonus, just like you can. Again, don't sit in on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Whatever game you want, whatever prop you want, all sorts of action. First half, second half total, over, under, everything is available to you. If you use the promo code locked on, you'll get that 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we finish up the Locked On Washington football team podcast with Terry McLaurin, courtesy of WashingtonFootball.com. Terry, just generally, what did you think of Taylor Heineke's performance? Um... Is it okay if I take this? All right. Um, you know, I, when he first got here about a month or so ago, I didn't really know too much about him. Um, I know he played in the system. I knew, um, you know, he was a guy who had some potential. But um, the first time I even pa- caught a pass from him was last week. But uh, he, he gave my respect, man. I got nothing but respect for number four. The way he came in and handled his business, 
um, basically on a moment's notice when we found out Alex wasn't going to be able to go down. And he was just prepared for his moment. And that's what this league's about, um, being prepared for your moment. And, um, you know, he was going through some some things out there. You know, he got banged up a little bit, but, you know, you weren't, you weren't going to take him out that game. And uh, um, I, I take number four on my team any day of the week, twice on Sunday. So uh, he has my respect. Um, you know, I hope we're, we're teammates in the future. And um, I'm just proud of the way he gave us a chance to compete today. Terry, just in terms of a quarterback, what did you see from him on the field, just in terms of his skills and what he was able to do for you? Uh, that dude plays with no fear. And um, he's going to give his playmakers a chance to make plays. He's going to extend plays. He's going to run. He's going to take hits. He's going to do everything you ask for a quarterback to do in this league. Um, you know, for a guy who hadn't, to my knowledge, played a lot of uh, football, you know, up until this point necessarily, um, starting wise, he, he, I think he played pretty well. And, um, you know, he gave us a chance. He gave us um, opportunities to make plays down the field. Some we made, some we didn't. He made plays with his legs and he executed the offense with, at a very high level. And uh, like I said, to do that, to fill Alex's shoes um, in a big moment of the playoffs, I mean, his first starts in the playoffs. And uh, I got number of respect for that guy. Terry, you made it a point to kind of go up to him before he left the field. What was that conversation like? Uh, I just told him I appreciated him for laying it out on the on the field for us today. Um, you know, he's a baller and uh, he has a heart. He has a heart of a lion. And uh, I told him, you know, I appreciate him and I take him on my team any any day of the week. So, um, you know, I, I feel like he respected that. The thing about him, he's not a he's a man of few words, but his actions speaks volumes. So. Um, you know, he, he, I would say he was one of our leaders today out there on the field. Hey, Terry, has it, uh, sunk in yet that after everything you guys have gone through this year, that this is the, uh, the end of the road for this season? Yeah, uh, everything's still kind of fresh right now. You know, um, it's different in the NFL. You come back and you have a different team than you did the previous year. Um, I'm not really trying to focus on what's what's next for us. Um, you know, we have a meeting in the morning. I'm just trying to enjoy the guys that we have in this in this locker room, man, because we got a special group. All that we've been through on and off the field. Um, you know, there's good, bad, highs and lows, and we we fought, man. And um, by no means are we happy with the result today because we're not in for participation trophies and just getting here. Um, but I feel like we're making a right uh, step in the right direction coming back from what we did last year. And, uh, you know, Coach Rivera has us on a really good path right now. And, um, you know, hopefully everybody takes this moment to look at, look yourselves in the mirror and then we can come back stronger for next year. Terry, what did, did it take for you to get through these past two weeks? Um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of treatment, a lot of mental toughness, a lot of prayers, um, you know, some adversity. You know, I'm not a guy who's used to kind of being hurt, but um, – you know, I have a great support system with my family, my girlfriend, my friends, my teammates. And um, it's not necessarily easy, but everybody goes through that as part of the game. And, you know, once I got out of my mindset of why is this happening to me, why me, and just taking things day by day, continue to pray, uh, continue to lean in my faith, um, things started to turn around for me mentally, first of all. And then uh, physically, I started making turns and and look at, just looking at my teammates in the face and, and knowing them. Um, you know, this could be the end for us. I couldn't, I couldn't end this season not playing and um, play through some pain, but that's part of it. I do it twice over again. Couple more. Hey, hey, uh, Terry, I, I mean, I know you live in the moment with each game and in, in a season, but did this year surprise you? 
with what you guys did? Um, coming into this season, we didn't know what to expect. First of all, you got, you know, the COVID pandemic that's affected everyone. And then we had a new coaching staff coming in. We got a lot of new players. Um, you know, we've had some some switch-ups in a lot of positions. And um, the one thing I respect about us is every every single game we we fought to the end. Did we play perfect? No. Did we start fast? Did we always finish strong? No. But I feel like we never gave up, man. We got a lot of we got a lot of dogs in that locker room who are hungry um, to turn this organization around and head in the right direction where it belongs. And uh, that's not going to happen overnight. Um, we got to continue to work and grind every single day. Um, you know, as a young leader like myself, I'm just going to continue to lean on the older guys. Um, look myself in the mirror, see what I can do better next year and, and be a better player and a better leader. Last one. Harry, this was your first playoff game too. And I just wonder what the moment was like for you and how how you felt you performed and maybe some of the young guys that are going to be the core group of this franchise for a while. Yeah, um, I, I felt like, um, you know, it was, it was a surreal moment playing in the playoffs. Um, obviously, it was a little different not having fans, but – you can still feel the atmosphere, the, the lead up to build up to this game. Um, playoff football is it was it was rough out there, man. It was contested, it was tough, you know what I mean? And that's what you love as a football player, I feel like. This is what you sign up for. Um, and you know, speaking of myself personally, um, you know, I just want to continue to help try to lead our guys, our young guys, myself to get better. Um, I felt like I made the plays when, when they came to me and uh, just wanted to continue to encourage guys like Cam. Um, uh, Steve, Isaiah, to continue to, to work it, man. You may not make every play, but if you continue to work and work and work and grind, um, you're going to get those plays back. And I'm, I'm proud of the way they responded um, going into next year. You know, guys like AGG, um, we're hoping, you know, they take steps because we need guys like that. Um, the more weapons we have, the better our offense is going to be. And uh, I feel like we have a young group of guys that are hungry and it's just a matter of putting it all together. Thanks, Terry. Appreciate you guys all season. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, and that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Thanks for being with us this week. Looking for the best bets heading into Sunday's NFL action? Well, and Saturdays. Again, listen to Locked On NFL every Friday as your boy Q. He's busy. And Bo Brock. They're joined by a betting expert and analyst from the Action Network. Get your full weekend preview and Sunday six-pack of winning bets every Friday on the Locked On NFL podcast. Subscribe to Locked On NFL wherever you get your podcasts. All right, I'm Chris Russell. Have a good weekend. Uh, Again, thanks to our sponsors, betonline.ag. And as well, Built Bar, and thanks to you for listening right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.